0: I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Guy, welcome to the show. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you here, and thanks for taking some time out of your busy day to hang out with us here at the Grit Daily Startup Show. We love to talk about the world of startup, the good, the bad, the gritty. So I'm real curious to learn about what your experience has been in the wonderful world of startup. But before we get into all that, let's back up a little bit. Let's help our listeners better understand a little bit about you and your backstory.
1: Yeah, well, I'm an, an entrepreneur at heart. I like to start technology companies and then continue starting delivering and over delivering value to customers but mainly to build a culture. And the culture is, I believe it's all about the people. All about the people means all about the employees and the employees, when you take care of them, they take care of the customers. And then what you see is that we over delivering value to customers and then they prosper and they change their careers because of the success that we are doing with them. And so that's kind of my beliefs. I built, so far I built two great successful companies. First one, uh, Demantra, I sold to Oracle in 2006. And then the second one, I built Profitekt, Uh, And then I sold that to Zipper Technologies. And then I was at Zipper Technologies for about two years afterwards. And I joined SmartSense uh, January
0: uh, 2022. Amazing. And, and so... What does SmartSense do? What problems do you guys solve? If you can break it down to me, like I don't know anything about technology, uh, that'd probably be the best for our listeners, just so we can get a thorough understanding of what you got going on.
1: Sure, sure. I mean, uh, I I didn't know much about Internet of Things before I joined as well. So when I uh, was approached about the opportunity to join the SmartSense family, I I analyzed the market a little bit. And what I found uh, was fascinating. Listen. In the old days, 20 years ago, we connected people through the web. Right? Remember, like 90s. Right? Uh, we connected the people through the web. You could learn uh, from others. Uh, you could learn from different texts, etc. Uh, not not all the time was the right things that you learn. You know, Doctor Google. You can you can find out by yourself that you you know you're, you're going to die tomorrow. Yeah. But 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 that was th- that era. Afterwards they were starting to come up a lot of different sensors, smaller sensors, you know, it started by larger expensive sensors, smaller and smaller and smaller. And Internet of Things came to sensing everything from volume to movement, to temperature, to humidity, to CO2, to oxygen, to pressure, uh, you know, GPS, obviously, traffic, etc. Well, the new era now is that there's a lot of activities with a lot of different IoT. So anything you want to measure, you can measure today. But the issue is that they all use different software. And in order to connect all of those softwares, you, you need data transfers and integration. And it takes an overall and load of, of all of that. And so what SmartSense does, well, we are a company of Digi, which is well known for, smarts, uh, for, for sensors, and for connecting people and connecting devices securely. And the idea is to use our sensors as well as other sensors, but be able to connect all the different sensors to identify and create a story of what is going on, what is going to happen, and connect the physical world with the digital world. So then once you know what's going to happen, you can ask someone to do something to optimize the outcome. And I have many, many stories about that, but that's kind of the next big thing because it's, the market is so fragmented today, right? You have a lot of sensors by a lot of people. You have a lot of software that does that. But what about connecting all of those and then connecting the physical world, digital world back to physical world and prescribe people what they should do to
0: optimize their outcome? That's, that's what we're here to do. Hopefully it makes sense. Absolutely, totally does. I was reading my notes before the episode. It says that you know, f- fundamentally, Smart Sense saves lives. Let's talk about that for a minute. We do, we
1: do. We actually serve uh, healthcare and food service, and on both sides, we're saving lives. So on the healthcare side, uh, you can imagine with all of the you know compliance that you have, the CDC, the FDA, the VFC, uh, you need to move the pills, the vaccines, and and all of the other hardware even, if you will, Uh, you need to move them through supply chain and store them through the right humidity, the right temperature, the right pressure, uh, the right CO2. And uh, how do you know that the vaccine that you just got from COVID is not stale? Well, you don't. Well, you know, what we do is making sure that before you get it, It actually was treated the right way throughout the supply chain, all the way to the hospital and to the retail pharmacy, if you will. And make sure that it was at the right temperature, let's say minus 74 Fahrenheit degrees at the right humidity throughout the the life of the vaccine. And then when they put it in your body, it's actually working. And so, yes, think about all the hospitals and the healthcare and the critical supply chain of all of those. We take care that compliance and regulations were there throughout the supply chain, all the way to store to be used. Now, on the food service side, it's the same thing. Uh, both minimizing waste, maximizing efficiency, and ba- ba- basically making the world you know the world a better place uh, by the CO two footprint and everything, but also making sure that whatever you put in your mouth is actually yeah. Compliance and regulated. Right. <laughs> uh, imagine that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so we, we serve restaurants and grocery, and uh, we help them make sure that the humidity and the temperature uh, and the inventory is actually there to be able to
0: comply and and feed their happy happy customers. Yes, of course, of course. So when did Smart Sense launch? So that,
1: that's actually a really good story. So, uh, DG, which is the father, uh, the parent company, uh, it started in 1985. Uh, uh, Geeks in the 80s, like myself, we were building computers with Digi boards, and that's the same company. Uh, since then, uh, DG uh, morphed into different amazing uh, uh, company uh, of IoT, Internet of Things, uh, cell towers, cell connectivities, uh, IoT connectivity. And about five years ago or so, Digi said, you know what, now that we are into different internet of things, how about we now go and and, and start delivering uh, greatness for healthcare and food service and others. And Digi acquired different companies that did uh, sensors that build sensors on the hardware side for humidity, for temperature, for CO2, for oxygen, for uh, other. So Digi put all of them together And we continue to deliver uh, greatness to our customers and help them deliver greatness to their, uh, and delight their customers. But what we are now doing is after four years of integration and continue to serve our customers, is building that now, uh, that that platform. And the the good news is that, typically I get the questions, well, guy, you build companies, what do you do here with a mature company and what are you doing? Well, guess what? We are a successful startup that we have the benefit of a great brand. We have the benefit of more than 2,000 customers that are very happy, and we fulfill their desired outcome on a continuous basis. We have amazing reference, uh, referenceable customers. So we have all of that, but now we're building and extending the brand into the platform of IoT to continue and morph it to the next evolution of SmartSense. And so what I see here is that it's actually like a startup because we, uh, we are now moving into another phase, but we have the benefit financial backbone, part of DG, which is a publicly held company. We have a great brand, we have amazing customers, and we already help them delight their customers. So we have great stories. Now what we're doing is moving it to the platform base, uh, software as a service, hardware as a service, and letting our new customers uh, fulfill their customer needs on a continuous basis. So it is like a startup on steroids, if you will.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you, you know, you've been building stuff for a minute now. Why join uh, an existing company out there? And you just nailed that answer. So making my job easier over here, guy. I love it. So speaking of the world of startup, let's And you've had tremendous amount of success and experience in this space as a general uh, as a general uh, question to the startup world. What would you say has been the most challenging part of the startup process?
1: Oh yeah, there's actually, there's plenty. Uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, hear about the success of the startups. They don't, they don't hear about all the failures. It's like lottery, right? Only, you see only the ones that actually got the money, not the one that spent the $10 and got and never got, n- never got succeed. Well, there's a lot of hard work when you go, uh, when you go to build something new, there's a lot of uh, asset that you need to, to, to build a, you know, in the beginning is the fundraising, which is which is really critical, uh, and then it's the recruiting and building the culture and building it right. And uh, as I said before, it's all about the people. You need to make sure that you hire the right people, but it's not just about the hiring. It's actually about the fulfilling their needs and making sure that they're happy and they're ha- they're, they're having fun. Uh, part of our um, mission statement is we 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 are here to delight our customers while having fun and making money sure. and having fun is before even making money because every employee can work today. It's not like our grandfathers today. Everyone can find a place to work and everyone can find even a place to work that even pay them a little bit more. Right. Uh, I, I think that people are here and people will work with you. If you can make it volume 11 on the fun. And then doing that while making money because people are working obviously to make money, but they're working on a daily basis to have fun. So I think for all the entrepreneurs out there, we need to mention that every day there's ups and downs. You should have on a monthly basis, more ups than downs. Otherwise it's not fun. And then keep reminding yourself that people are working with you. They're not working for you. They're working for themselves, but they're working with you because they're enjoying what they do. No other reasons. And I I think that that's critical uh, across the board. I've been through the 2000, 2008, uh, even the 2010, there was another crunch time that I remember vividly. Uh, And then, you know, nowadays, again, we just see yet another dip that will go go up later, but money today costs more than yesterday. And uh, fundraising is not easy. I'm actually consulting a few of my uh, friends uh, that are starting now uh, companies. Money costs today more than it cost a quarter ago or two quarters ago, right? Uh, and so you need to convince uh, the uh, uh, the investors that you're here for the long haul, yeah. and then you're here to make it make it also make it fun while making making money because that's it's all about the people, and make sure that whoever puts money in your company. Is someone that you can live with, you can work with, because what they give you is not just the money; they give you intelligence. They give you, they give, they will become your advisor for the long haul.
0: Yeah. So that would be my advice for entrepreneurs through, uh, through the years. Yeah. Stellar, stellar advice. And so, on to to the polar opposite of that. What's been the best part of the of the startup experience, other than funding and exiting?
1: Oh, it's it's the same thing. It's about the people. So. Uh, I was just asked last week about that, and I remember vividly a user conference uh, of the mantra. I think it was uh, actually it was sorry a user conference of Profitech. That was my second company, and uh, I remember the wife of one of our users came to me and says, "Guy, you should know, and that I, that we're all in the family, thankful to your technology because my husband." was promoted twice and we were able to afford that house because of that promotion. And, you know, it's always fun to deliver value to customers. Selling uh, is not as fun, but when they actually purchase it and you over deliver on the value and the desired outcome, and then you can see that they're being promoted. Uh, That's, that's the fun. Then you create that village, the village of the community of the bio persona and the user persona and then they connect at user conferences, and they tell the story about how your technology is helping them delight their customers. And, and that's, that's the beauty. And, and by the way, this is why I joined SmartSense. I interviewed their customers before I joined to make sure that they're actually delivering uh, you know, on, on, on their promises to their customers. Otherwise, why, otherwise it's an uphill battle even more uh, than the regular. And so that's the fun. The fun is to see how you're actually over-delivering on the promises and that the, the customer community is adopting your technology. And it's, uh, it's also something that you can, a story that you can tell at the barbecue at a block party, right? Absolutely. Everyone, everyone buys at restaurants. Everyone buys at grocery. Unfortunately, everyone goes to the hospital from time to time.
0: And so when you tell them what you do and they understand it, it's, uh, it's always nice. It really is. What stuck out from this conversation, guys, you continued to say over and over and over again it is all about. The people, and uh, that is that is so true. And I think as we continue to enter into the new frontier of Web three and technology and community, now becoming you know more more to the forefront of things, those relationships and those people are so very important. So I absolutely love that guy. I really appreciate your time today. I've I've enjoyed learning more not only about you but Smart Sense and what you guys got going on. I want to encourage you guys to keep up the great work. You clearly have a great, brilliant mind on 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 uh, uh, on your shoulders. There there. And I continue, and I just want to encourage you to, uh, to keep that up. That, uh, that really matters. And I'm sure the people that that get to work with you uh, uh, really enjoy that benefit. Uh, hey, thank you for having me. It's, it's absolutely my pleasure. Come back soon, will you? Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends.